0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 30 of the PDH pod, the one and only Magic the Gathering podcast dedicated to the total exploration of the Pauper Commander format. I am your host, Liam. Let's see what my co-host from the East Coast is up to. Dave, how was your New Year?
1: Uh, it was mostly really good. Uh, I if, if you've listened to the last show, you know that I spent a week hanging out at my parents' house, really enjoying their company. Uh, that was fantastic. And then trying to get home was kind of a mess. They screwed up my flight really bad, and I ended up slouching in a very uncomfortable airport chair for like four hours. And now my back is, like, ruined. I've always had some problems with my lower back, and they, they're flaring up. So I am couch-bound for the moment. Kind of kind of a bad time. But I did just get a secret layer in the mail. So uh, I now own Optimus Prime and Megatron Colossuses, which is kind of cool. I'm a big Transformers fan. How was your New Year's, Liam?
0: All right. Uh, my New Year's was actually pretty okay. Uh, it was better than my uh, Christmas week was, so that's that's good. Uh, got to meet some fr- got to meet up with some friends that I haven't seen in a couple months. Uh, I also I finally did get my secret Leia Maya uh, in memoriam Jaya ballad that my friend had down in a down at his school. Uh, so yeah, that's good.
1: Awesome. What what, do you, what right. do you think of the Jaya ballad stuff? Is it is it cool?
0: It is really cool. It is it is as cool as I was hoping it would be. So awesome. I am really excited to be making my oath uh, Oathbreaker deck with that. Awesome.
1: Uh, astute listeners may have noticed that we are down a host. Uh, Brad is tragically suffering from the COVID brain, or perhaps lack of COVID, lack of brain. Yes. So he's he's taken it's taken a week off to recover. We're still making him edit all of this. Uh, there's no getting out of that. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, down for the count. But we have some extra guests instead. Liam. Yeah, we did. Who's joining us today?
0: Yeah, actually, we uh, don't just have guests, we have returning guests. Uh, I would like to welcome back uh, John and Eric from the PDH Pals. I would also like to make note that these are our first returning guests. We liked them so much the first time we had to bring them back.
2: Did you you like us so much, or did we force our way back in here? I
0: think think it was... I believe it was forced. I, I, I looked at I looked at the upcoming show titles and I saw Pal's two XO Eric.
2: There you go. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I think what happened was the, the first the first pals episode was number fifteen and I think at some point yeah. someone made a joke about coming back every fifteen episodes. And so we just sort of like threw the pals return into episode thirty. Like Yeah at the time episode 30 was like a distant pipe dream i didn't know that we'd ever get there yeah, it but was, I was like, like ah. it was like
3: 3
0: months right,
1: out it like, oh, was be fun whatever and then as episode 30 happened we were like oh the pals yeah what are we going to talk to the pals about again we'll, fi- we'll-, we'll think of something they're fun
2: people well, see I, I think i think our good old buddy Brad wreck is the picture of health right now but he said oh my god i'm not talking to these fucking <laughs> clowns again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. I'll let take care of this one? Oh, I'm Abort. so sick. Abort. Oh, I just can't do
0: it. I'm Abort. sorry. Abort. <laughs> they figured it out! All right. All right. Before we get into that main topic and avoiding the uh, touchy conversation, uh, This Week in Magic, John, what do you got for us?
2: <laughs> well, This Week in Magic, maybe for the first time ever, pretty much nothing, as far as I know, at least. And uh, yeah. honestly, it's really nice of, of Wizards of the Coast to take a break right when we took a break. Um, it's like they knew we weren't streaming. So there's really no reason to make new content or new cards. Uh, so, you know, it's just, it's really nice of them. We, oh. we, we all saw just how much content came out in 2022. It was yeah disgusting. Um, even uh, what was that? Like some bank wrote an article about how much content <laughs> they're making.
0: Yeah, uh, Bank of America.
2: Yeah, Bank of America. Uh, America said stop. <laughs> making content, the and you know what they did for at least a week.
0: I got, I got two things. Uh, the one is I can definitely uh, empathize with our EDH cousins who had a quarter of all possible commanders printed for the first time in
2: 2022. I saw that. That is absurd.
0: And then you know, I'm, I'm sorry, no one told you, John, but they brought back mana bone while you were gone.
2: Oh, oh no, no. they actually reached out directly to the pals. Oh, that's <and> great. Mentioned <laughs> that to us. They said, you know, watched that one stream where you decided to try it out and we, we thought, you know, why did we ever get rid of that? It was so nice and so fun so, I actually, I was aware of that I just figured, you know, it'll come out okay. naturally when you're playing and you see your life total go down.
0: Oh, okay, so, okay, yeah
2: Except that it doesn't happen in any game ever <laughs> that's, what I'm yeah, exactly that's what we playing. really noticed <laughs> Yeah, we added it and we were like, wait, this like never happens. <laughs> it does literally nothing
0: Well, see, what, well, what Manabone did is it prevented, uh, infinite combos or, or trying to, uh fish for the infinite combo, right? You had to have it right then and there to win, but, uh, yeah. It was a much different game back It was a much different game. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's enough for this week in Magic. We're going to go on to our main topic now, which is, so you're thinking about getting into streaming, right? You want to stream, you want to stream PDH, maybe? How do you keep that from being stale? Well, we figured we would bring in the people who have been streaming PDH for four years now, maybe longer, and, uh, get their point of view on it. So our first question is, what would you say was the biggest hurdle with streaming PDH or just in general? Uh, Was it the view account? Was it, you know, creating content that you considered good that you were happy with? Was it getting a decent stream look with an overlay? What would you say?
2: I'm going to cut John off. Please do. The biggest hurdle with streaming PDH, streaming anything for that matter, is getting four people in a room (laughs) for weekly, bi-weekly, you know, a couple hours every time. That is a great. That's point. the biggest <laughs> error by far. I didn't even think about
0: that. Honestly, hadn't even considered that either. So this this is
2: this yeah. is actually a great
1: point, and it's something that I I want to mention. We are we are in the very beginning stages of other folks starting to produce a lot of Pdh content, especially the uh, the common connoisseurs over on the <laughs> Tryhard server. They are streaming <laughs> Pdh games that are taking place over table. So they they have they have completely bypassed this challenge, probably because they have seen what a hurdle it is. And they were like, nah, fam, we're out.
2: Yeah, that that is definitely the hardest part. even just twice a week, four people all being free at the same time every week. I mean, you know, you've seen how many three man Thursdays we have, or so we call it and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we are very much dedicated to the tabletop gameplay. We, you know we just don't want to do the over online. It just doesn't feel the same to us. So even if we have to play a few three-mans or skip a few streams, we'd, we'd rather stick to it. But uh, you're exactly right. <laughs> that that is the hardest thing. I was going to say the rest of it's like fluff, it's stuff you can work the kinks out later on. Yes, that that is very true. Um but but out of out of those three things, you know, viewer count, good content, good stream look, I think the thing I stress myself out the most with is how the stream looks, the quality of the stream because Honestly, like, view count, I mean, we had no, like, delusions of grandeur that, like, oh, we're going to turn on our stream and 100 people are going to show up and watch us. I was happy. I was happy with one viewer. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'd ever thought anyone would watch. So, even that certainly was a struggle, but it wasn't really something we were concerned about. <laughs> so, it wasn't really a problem. And as far as the content goes, we have always been... So- we don't make good content. Yeah, <laughs> We're Well, we're just so focused on, like, doing what we want to do, Um, I think. You know, I think the original idea was, hey, we're going to record ourselves playing PDH because we play it all the time, and then we'll have all these great recordings of ourselves, and we can watch them later. It'll be fun to, like, kind of go back to that. And, hey, we'll stream it if anybody's actually interested. Why not? So, like, the content for us, it's kind of like, hey, if you want to watch it, cool. <laughs> But 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 what I do stress out over is is just making it look good, and we've finagled with so many different things, so many different webcams, microphones, audio, video quality, lighting, so many things like that. Because at the end of the day, if I'm going to rewatch it, I want it to be at least nice to look at, and and not sounds of that. Because I mean, if you're going to watch an hour and a half long game of something, and it sounds like crap or you can barely see anything, like nobody wants to watch it, you know. Uh, so so that's definitely the hurdle that I focused on the most, I should say, I guess. I'll say that the lighting is a huge problem, too. If you're going to stream like a top-down thing, like, Spell Table's are relevant, you're on the computer screen, doesn't matter. But if you're streaming like a top-down angle, the lighting is miserable.
0: Yeah, and the <laughs>
2: glare from the sleeves, it's awesome. The glare from what? Yeah, just, uh, something, <laughs> we're, something we're leaving in 2022. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, something we've long forgotten at this point
1: sounded like you were talking about, like, a, an article of clothing in there, and I was just
2: like, that seems... Oh, yeah, yeah I some, wear very something uh, about, reflective... Something about a t-shirt. Hmm. Yeah. I wear very reflective sleeves now, oh. and um, they, you know, they bounce off the light, and it gets all over my unsleeved car. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Uh, and I mean, you can't see them. Um.
1: That makes more sense. I... I... I got really confused for saying there, but yeah, that that makes perfect sense. I understand. Thank yeah, there's a
2: lot me. of a lot of little technical tweaking that we do, and I we can go more into that later. But but yeah, that's that's definitely the biggest hurdle. I I
1: that's think you've true. done a really good job of it in these last four years. I uh, I know. I the, think
2: our quality is fucking top notch. Yeah, it is great. It could be better, obviously. The lighting, these these bar lights are no good. But it's just all little thing. It's improved also, like yeah. Going back and watching our earliest stuff, I you you can kind of see how we've improved. It makes me feel good. Man, we had think... tripod and light on the tripod of everyone. Oh, <laughs> that was good old days right like there. Fell yeah. over every 2 seconds. I
1: like I like watching <laughs> the transition from like the giant Yu-Gi-Oh playmat to the binding of Isaac <laughs> to to yeah, the no. the Howling Golem and Marching Duo drone playmat. Like that's
2: the perfect duo right here. Yeah. Yeah. They're like eras of time. Though. Yeah. Seasons,
1: even yeah, and the 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 things that you've done with the the face cameras as well.
2: Oh yeah, that was Top all yes, done. I've, I really mind that out. You yeah, switch between. I really like the face things. cams. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of webcams. Um, and I yeah, I'll, I'll talk more <laughs> about webcams <laughs> later, but they do not work well together. We already have the worst. It, gets, it broke the old computer.
1: May it, may <laughs> it rest in peace. Poor thing. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, hurdles to streaming Pdh.
2: I, I almost just want to say like you know anybody who's like thinking about getting into streaming you you shouldn't really even be thinking about like your account honestly like don't don't expect a bunch of people to just magically show up you, you should really be making content cuz you want to make content you know like that's as a as a preface thing so like i wouldn't take that as a hurdle you know like don't don't stress yourself over it just like make content and if you're continually enjoying it and Doing it consistently and still having fun, you'll get viewers. You'll get people. People watch. Get if, you're, if you're having a yeah, good time, yeah. the viewers are gonna have a good time. I also want to mention, like, if you're if you decide to stream PDH, not not like anything else magically, just PDH, like you have to realize this isn't like this isn't EDH. There's not like thousands of thousands of people ready to watch any EDH content. PDH is a lot more niche than EDH. Yeah, we have a great community, but. It's
0: not the biggest. There are dozens of us. Dozens! I don't know what you're talking there about. Are right. dozens of us!
2: I'm <laughs> never
1: nude!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm gonna uh, second that. Like, the, the make content because you want to make content plan, like, that's definitely how I, and I, I think, I, I feel I feel pretty safe speaking for Brad and Liam here, that's definitely how uh, we got into this gig, and we're just having fun with it, and like... <laughs> I, personally, I'm always very surprised when I see like viewer numbers. I'm like, really? I was just screwing around. Like, I, I'm I'm confident <laughs> that nothing I said was that important. But like, if they're enjoying it, that's awesome. This is amazing. If you if you are enjoying it, dear listener, thank you. I was not expecting that, but I appreciate you. It
2: makes me laugh. I just know it's going to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, there, there's something else I wanted to say. Oh, dozens of us. Yeah, no, no, I uh. Honestly, I'm kind of glad that our community has is yeah, still I, relatively I small. I
2: don't want the hustle and bustle of EDH.
1: Yeah, I think I think that like I think that the bigger the community gets, and like I, I do want it to grow. I absolutely want to see growth and advancement. I want to see new players come and I want to interact with them. But like I feel like if if we ever got this like explosive growth, then I think that we would end up being much bigger than. Than I personally am prepared to handle, and I feel like that that comes with a lot of like <laughs> unintended side. Yeah. yeah.
2: So Yeah. I mean, you know, people people make fun of hipsters saying like, "Oh, you know, once it got popular, it was lame," <laughs> but they have a point. <laughs> 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 they have a point. Uh, it gets worse. There's just too many people, too much going on, and you, you just continue. lose it.
0: You okay, lose here's, the charm. Here's here's my look, outlook on that is. Even if, even if PDH got so popular, they wanted to even think about start making pre-cons. Uh, here's how I know that that's never going to be a thought. Uh, Popper has been around for how long? And we have yet to see any form of challenger event pre-con ever for Popper. I think the best that we would get is EDH is the most popular format. PDH maybe isn't the second, maybe isn't the third, but it's top five, top 10, uh, and you know it starts getting singles that are in the edh precons so like cards like scare tiller start getting intentionally made for pdh i th- i think that's kind of the limit of where they'll go because there's only so much you know that they can charge for a stack of <laughs> oh, <you're
2: laughs> which is, right. That,
0: which is, that is a perk of a format um
2: yeah, that's the beauty of being in a popper format. is yeah, like, how much would they really even care to like ruin? <laughs> yeah, by like of,
0: of of my three LGSs, uh, two of them flat out refuse to fill my popper EDH orders anymore, and the third one is like, you can dig it out yourself and then buy it. Uh, so that, that that's why I buy a lot of them online now. Uh, but it really is, <laughs> is true. like, yeah, I'm not yeah, collecting
2: like, a stack of ninety comments for six dollars for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, that so minimum wage. that just that just goes back to my point of like even if PDH grew to that size, there's only so much they can do.
2: Yeah, that, I mean, you know, I'd like to be optimistic, but I'm also fine with um, us giving less viewers. <laughs> and um,
1: hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, dozens. We've hit two dozen before on the on the on your pal streams.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, we were at twenty for most of last night. That's that's. Yeah, like 20, the average, probably upwards of twenty-ish. Twenty is so uh, close like to dozens. To go a little higher, and uh, yeah, that is two dozen. And you know, I think we've hit three or four dozen a few times on like twenty-four hour streams. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There's your dozens.
1: Dozens, <laughs> beautiful. If you have anything else to add, I would love to hear. If not, I will. I will move things along a little bit. Um,
2: certainly more to say. I'd say we just move on. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> All
3: right.
2: I'm sure there's more to say but I can't think exactly. of it I think the next thing is going to be a really big topic
1: I'm, I'm excited to hear what you have to say because I, I feel like I suspect I know some of the answers to this question I just want to listen to you talk about them <laughs> uh, next big question I have for you is how do you keep your own content fresh and interesting for both you and the audience as as people yes. who have been streaming this, this game same game same people 4 plus years uh, how does yeah. that, how does that not get stale?
2: Yeah. So we have been doing this for four years. And that's actually a really interesting milestone because I think we started playing PDH about eight years ago. So that means for about half the time we've been playing PDH, we've been streaming PDH, which is kind of wild to think about to me. Like, I had no idea we have been doing it this long. And so I just like checked the date. This is so nuts. Um, but, I You know, there's a lot we do to keep it interesting. But I also want to preface it with saying that, like, magic content is pretty tough to work with. And and there's a few reasons for that. First off, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of magic content. It is one of those brands that, like, everybody wants to make content for. Everybody wants to give their opinions. They want to talk about it. They want to show off their gameplay. They want to do all this stuff. And as, like, a viewer, that's awesome right i mean you have so many choices of people to watch and all that stuff but every a content creator uh, it's a little hard it's a little daunting because everyone's doing it like how do you how do you really stick out at all and on top of that the type of magic content that really does well um is stuff like this honestly it's podcasts discussion talking about it talking about magic people love to talk about magic and um I think the reason for that is because you can actually interact with that content in the same way as, as if you were the person doing it. Because You can comment on the video, you can share videos of discussion and add your own opinions on it. And especially if it's live conversational magic content, you can chat with people. That's why our set reviews do so well, is because everybody wants to talk about magic. But when it comes to magic gameplay, it's a little less popular to watch. Um... I don't think that you see a whole lot of people do super well with just like gameplay, just straight gameplay. I um, mean, I think it's because it's harder to interact with. That is really dense. Um, you really have to like be watching very closely, and you can't miss a single thing, or you're you're going to lose the context. So it's just a lot to convey, and and I, I think that's that's the struggle, and the way we fix that. Is, I think, something that a lot of content, or you know, people who want to be content creators for Magic Gameplay might not want to do, necessarily. (laughs) Um, Because what we do is we take the focus away from the gameplay, basically. And we find other ways to keep viewers engaged outside of just being glued to the screen because the gameplay is so exciting. Because, like, you could probably think of a game you've had, right? Like, oh, so much cool stuff happened, right? I was playing PDH. And, like, this guy did this thing, and then this thing happened, and this other thing happened, and then I drew this card right at the perfect time, and, like, I won out of nowhere. It was so exciting. And you'd think, like, oh, who wouldn't want to watch my hour-and-a-half-long game of PDH where that happened? It's like, uh, probably not a lot of people, actually. They want to go have a fun game, you know? They don't necessarily just want to watch your game. And especially in a live stream setting, you know, like... You gotta understand people are gonna come in, and then they're gonna leave halfway through the game. They're gonna stop by for five minutes. Some people are gonna have you on a second monitor muted or like just for background noise. Arrgh! Or something. <laughs> yeah, like Brent, he does that. <laughs> so like you have to you have to make kind of the You have to just face the reality that like the gameplay itself is not gonna do it. It's it's not going to drive people on its own. Really, like the only successful gameplay uh, YouTubers and streamers I see are people who already have like notoriety, you know like L S V or Yeah, uh, I was gonna like, say like people who are like sponsored and shit already. Right. Or like have tournament records yeah, or something who like know, that. Like tournament grinders and shit. Yeah, like I know that guy. He's really good. I'll watch him draft standard on Arena for twelve hours. Like you know, they'll watch that person do it. They won't watch just anybody do it. So you really have to look for other avenues to to engage people. And there's like I said, there's a few ways we do that, and I can go through some of them. <laughs> the, the first, the, the first thing I think is something anybody should be comfortable with, which is just you have to talk with your viewers. You have to not just respond to them and like answer their questions. Of course, you got to do that, but also like try to start conversations, you right? Gotta, like know them and interact with them. Yeah, yeah, like come up with topics, throw it out there, just get people chatting. Like if it's getting stale, come up with something. Like, All like, right. We'll just- so who who would win in a fight? Exactly. Stupid. Exactly stupid is going to bring up like that. Yeah. <laughs> like we st- we just ran a poll once who would win in a fight. I think it was Master Chief or Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Master and Chief then, got dumpster. <laughs> yeah, Master Chief got dumpstered. and that was like an ongoing joke. Like, oh, Master Chief can't beat anybody, and we kept running polls for like, and he'd always lose. <laughs> oh, it's God. like it's so funny. You, you need stuff like that, like just silly stuff, to keep people talking, because when people are in a conversation, they're not necessarily just going to leave. You know, yeah. like they want to keep chatting. But that's like a no brainer. Like if you if you're not comfortable like chatting with your viewers, like I don't know, maybe you shouldn't (laughs) stream. I don't know. I don't say. I want to say that we were very social thing. I want to say we were so comfortable chatting with one of our viewers that the crazy guy visited us and stayed with us for a couple (laughs) days. Yeah, and then a week next.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he just he just invited himself to your house.
2: Yep, and no one
1: got serial murdered. It was wild.
2: That's crazy. (laughs) And he's right here podcasting. Yeah. Now, now, now we're, now we're (laughs) crashing his party. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not, you know what? Elk's not even the only person. I know, there's more. We've had, we've had infamous Fridge, Forrest, Locke, and so many people, you know, so it it really is like content creation. I I don't know. People might think like, oh, I just want to play magic and have people watch me. But like, it's really not about that. It's about the social experiment of it all, right? It's just like, have all these people you can chat with and carry on a conversation. Um, so, like, that that kind of stuff, I think that's pretty basic. But from there, we dip into some of the crazier things that we do to keep people... Before you jump on the um, crazier things, I want to keep going on what you're saying. Uh, a yeah. lot of... I watch, like, random streamers and stuff. And I try and stick to, like, the lower number ones. And, like, you'll have people who say something in the chat, and the guy running the stream won't respond for, like, Five ten minutes after, until you know, yeah. we're like that's that's not how you get people, keep people around, man. No, yeah, you gotta got like keep You really do. Like they'll just leave. I, I don't right. know. People, like, people leave all the time. We can be mid people will just leave. It doesn't matter. But yeah, if I think you keep talking to like leaders. That actually made me think of something else. Like when when we were first starting to stream, one thing I had at least said a few times was like, I want to be able to just turn on the stream. Play magic and turn off the stream. Yeah. Right. And I just wanted to be able to do that. But the reason I was saying that, it wasn't so much because I just want to play magic. It was because we, this was like when I got to spend quality time with my lifelong friends. Right. And it didn't want to turn into some like stupid show I'm doing where I'm like not seeing my friends anymore. I'm just doing this show. So I wanted it to like stay here, social. And I still think it. it's, you know, we all have fun doing it. It's great. Um, but I think, some people see, you know, want to do it like that because all they really want to do is just play magic. And and they don't necessarily want to do all the stuff around content creation. And that's that's really all it is, is chatting and, and discussing and, and, you know, being a host. You're, you're putting on a show, like, at the end of the day. It's, you know, you're not just sitting in your room playing magic.
1: To follow up on what, what Eric said about, you know, he, he, some some of the streamers he watches will sort of not respond to chat for a few minutes, like... I get irritated by like the eight second delay <laughs> when I'm watching the oh, pals yes. between when I type something and when I hear them react to it. Like I cannot right. imagine waiting a minute. <laughs> I would I would lose my no. mind.
2: No, you just leave. Yeah. Yeah. the delay drives me crazy too. But there's that's just Twitch. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, it's a shame. But when
1: when you guys are like, What's that card? and I type it into the chat and then I have to wait like ten seconds while you're like, Is it this? Is it this? And then like you guys come up with a name at the same time that the chat goes through and I'm like, Ah, what am I even for?
2: I I usually like call you I'm like Alex's gonna say it in twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, will the answer soon. But yeah, I mean that that's kinda of the, the the you know. 101 streaming right like you have to understand you're not just playing magic you're putting on a show you're you're trying to do something that people would want to just sit there and watch like imagine imagine somebody standing at your table not speaking and just watching you who would do that for three hours or four hours right like <laughs> you, you need to talk to them have a conversation or something or it's just the weirdest thing ever like to imagine that yeah. right so like That's the basics. And, and I think people have to understand, they really just have to understand that, like, no, you're not just gonna sit there and play magic and people are gonna watch you. It's, it's not gonna happen. You gotta try and make it interesting. Right. So making it interesting. Oh. Tell me,
1: tell me about making it
2: interesting. Well, I'm gonna start with, with some simpler things. Things that still some people might not wanna do. But, but I think one thing we started doing a while back now is asking people what decks they wanna see us play. Saying, hey, you know, usually for game two, what decks do you want to see us play? We'll play them for you. Whatever you want. And I think that creates a bit of a connection to, you know, oh, if I chose some, chose a deck and somebody's playing it for me, I should stick around and watch them play it. And maybe you feel even more like you're playing it because you kind of picked it, you know what some of the cards are in it, and you can watch it kind of unfold. And that kind of makes it a little more exciting for you. And on top of that, we started um, adding a uh, feature where you can bet on which deck you think is going to win. Which yes. is something, yeah, which is something Twitch has kind of built in. Uh, you can run bets using, there's, there's this currency you generate by watching viewers called, watching streamers called, uh, channel points. And you can spend those to do all kinds of things, but you can also spend them to bet on, uh, different, like, gambles that you can set up. So we'll set up a thing at the beginning where you can bet on what deck you think going to win. If you're right, you get everybody else's points. And again, like, if you pick the deck, and then you bet on it, like, you're pretty involved at that point, right? Like, you have that same rush of, like, am I gonna win? Am I gonna win? That you might get out of playing Magic. You
1: are invested.
2: Uh, You're invested. Um, and and I think that just, you know, kind of keeps people interested. Because, like I said, like, like, discussional Magic content, that you can kind of interact with that, but the gameplay is so separate. You're not playing with them. But you can make people feel a little more like they're playing with it if they pick a deck for you, or if they, you know, are, like, incentivized to see a certain deck win for an actual reason. Um, so I think that gets more people to stay through the whole game, uh, which which is great. Um, but still, you know, and still that might not be something that some people want to do, because, oh, I want to play my decks. I want to play, you know, I want to pick what deck I play. I don't want to, you know, be beholden to the viewers, but, like, you know, you're making content here, you know, like, you, you might need to be comfortable with the users, the viewers, kind of picking what you do sometimes if you really want to keep them engaged. Um, and also, it kind of pushes the content creation off to the viewers, because they're picking the decks, yeah. they're betting, getting themselves excited, and you know, sometimes they even send you decks built, and you, you don't even have to do anything. <laughs> Some are crazy. Enough to <laughs> the decks. That Who does that? Yeah, But yeah, and then where we really go off the walls, uh, Going back to channel yes. points is something we added a little more recently, where you can take those channel points that you earned by watching or won by betting, and you can spend them to actually affect the game.
1: Yes,
3: you can make
2: us. Yeah, you can make us draw cards, discard cards. You can make a. You can put a might stone into play that just stays in play, and uh, you know plus one power to all attacking creatures for the rest of the game. If you have a bunch of points, you can you can, you can add plane chase on the spot to the game whatever you want. So you can really mess with our games. And this is where it becomes like, we're not even playing Magic anymore. The viewers are playing. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're the vessel for them. Right, and I mean, that's kind of, I mean, again, just like conversational Magic, this is turning it into something that the viewer can truly interact with. They're playing at that point. You know, they're drawing, they're making people draw cards, they're changing how the game is played, and Permanent ways, they're betting on who wins. They might even pick the decks. It might even be a deck they sent you. We had had a thing called Pete Week because we have a viewer named Pete, and he spent all his points for like two days straight and changed the games completely. Yeah, and and this is yeah, and and like I said, like this is stuff that some people might just not want to do. You know, you want to play Magic, right? Like maybe you don't want to just let your viewers pick things for you and all that. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's that's just how, you know, if you want to make content that people can interact with, you might have to do some of these kinds of things. Um, but the main question, right, was on how we keep it fresh, right? And, you know, all these things, they don't necessarily keep the content fresh. Um, but but what I will say is that we weren't always doing all of these things. Yeah. And, and we're kind of constantly trying to think of new things to add. You know, one day it was like, what if the viewers picked the decks? What if, um, you know, the Twitch changed how the betting things work? Now we could have it so they bet on who wins. And then they're getting all these channel points. Oh, maybe we could make a system where they can spend those channel points so they can, like, affect the game. And then, like, even simpler things about, like, deck building. Like, Oh, what if Planeswalkers were commanders? Let's try that. What if we made joke commanders? What if we took an enchantment and made it a commander or whatever? You know, like, just constantly thinking of new little things like that. I think that's something that's kind of hard to teach. You just have to kind of feel it out and be like driven to think of things to do like that. So that to like keep yourself interested.
1: The direction where I really expected this question to go and like your, your answer was much more thorough and like much had, had a lot more depth than what I was imagining is I, I was kind of imagining that, that you were just going to talk about like the island and vanguard (laughs) and the heroes of theros uh the the equipment stuff and like these these ways that you have you've added to like additional layers of gameplay on top of just the magic so it's not just watch me play pdh every single time you tune in you're going to see pdh and it's going to be the same format of pdh it's like well this time this time there's vanguard cards involved and this other yes. time there's an island involved and like you've 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 wrapped that into your answer with the channel points which i think is is brilliant that you have you're you're creating this viewer engagement by getting them involved and letting them choose what when to when to force plane chase on you and when to force vanguard on you and when to do these things uh, the island is kind of hard to set up so it's not currently a channel point reward but like it's the the, the island is what i think of when, when when I think of you guys and keeping PDH fresh because it's uh it's such a cool idea to take this product that was designed to be a multiplayer magic thing and just put it in game of PDH. uh I've never seen that anywhere else except for on your channel and I love it. Um,
2: yeah, I
0: don't know if anyone's ta- seen that anywhere Are else. you talking about the uh, Rivals of ixalon Yeah. Explorers of Ixalan Island? Yes,
2: Explorers of ixalon yeah.
1: They have the island and they they have even created uh-huh. a bunch of custom tiles and custom effects for it. Like, oh, sh- oh, really? Yeah,
2: yeah we we made a couple of custom ones that are like like that was how we added a split second effect you know there's no split second in PDH. So we added a yeah. split second basically. Crozen was it Crozen Restoration or whatever? Destroy Target Entertainment. Split grip. second. Person grip. grip. Yeah, we have one of the three mana tiles is just that, and then there's also nice. a split second like return a card from your grave to your hand. Stuff like that.
0: we Yeah, we,
2: we added all kinds of stuff. And, and yeah, that those are probably better examples of how we, you know, um, keep it different every time, right? along with having 200 decks.
1: <laughs> Two, 200 is not a small that, number. That suddenly okay. helps. <laughs> yeah.
2: A lot of decks to pick from. And yeah, we add layers. It's like almost like proced- procedurally generated PDH content, where it's like, these four decks with Plane Chase. These other four decks with Island. These four decks with Vanguard. There's probably like 10 million <laughs> possible combinations. So that helps. To-
1: we, you've already done, you know, a couple hundred of them. So you're, you're getting close. Yeah, we went run out actually.
2: That's not even counting Team Tag.
1: Not even oh. counting Team Tag.
2: That was another example I was going to mention. Um, you know, a way to keep it fresh. Team Tag, uh, our little PDH deck drafting system. Uh, in the style of Jumpstart, um, that's another. What are, yeah. What are the What are the number of combinations on? Yeah, I know you're you're a math oh, guy.
1: Th- 15 times twenty nine.
2: Okay, quite a Some, bit. Someone do it's it
1: Quite
2: right. a bit. Uh, 435. 435. Boom. So there's four hundred thirty five more decks that we technically have. Did
0: Did Alk just do that in his head as fast as it took John to use a calculator? <laughs>
2: did he? Sounds oh, like, looks <laughs> like so pathetic. <laughs> I was trying work. Like, all right, Five times nine. <laughs> <laughs> Carry the two. <laughs> I'm gonna let them do that one. Maybe. You don't
1: don't don't do five times nine. Do two hundred ninety plus half of two hundred ninety. Yeah, you
2: know I'm just done. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> all right. All right.
0: That sounds like garbage. <laughs> this
1: is how you keep this is how you keep uh, podcasts interesting. Is you you. You constantly reference arithmetic facts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: people love that. Yeah, this
1: is this
0: is how you. I think that's how you lose views. What? No, <laughs>
2: it's not true. It's not true. Come back. We hate math. <laughs> 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 All my homies hate math, <laughs> just like you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, keeping things fresh is—it's—I don't know—it's a constant thing. Having a bunch of decks helps, but you also—you ju- just have to think of new silly things you can do that people might want to watch. Magic has a lot of uh, different products available to you too like Plain Chase and Vanguard and even the Explorative X-Longboard game. I want to go back to what, uh, this question how hey, you keep content fresh and it, it kind of lines up with the first question you had where it's like what's the biggest hurdle and we said like interacting with the chat because I think keeping it fresh and interacting with the chat like they're hand in hand because if your chat like sort of dictates what they want Happen consistently, You're like you kind of mold yourself to them, right? And then they want to stick around. Yeah, they want to keep it going because it feels like their content, so it's like fresh for both sides. So it's great. Yeah, and, and it's great because like they might tell you to do things that you wouldn't have done, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, that is a way to keep it fresh for yourself. as Well, it keeps us going, certainly.
0: All right how do you build your streaming decks? Do you you have separate decks for streaming or do you uh, use the same decks for streaming that you do just for your personal game nights? Like, is there a process you guys use? Do you, you know, there there are people who like to avoid certain cards or strategies for decks that they use to uh, make gameplay content. Do you do any of this? I
1: I really want to get into John's head vis-a-vis his process for building Catapult fodder. Oh, oh! Uh,
2: my my process for that was wait a long time, and it'll eventually just show up.
1: This is this is so <laughs> this is powerful magic.
2: It, it's pretty powerful. I conjured a deck into existence. Yeah. it's like real magic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but now we, as far as deck building process, I mean, at this point that we don't have a separate. Group of decks or anything like that. Pretty much most of the PDH we play is stream. Um, so it, it wouldn't be much use to have a separate pile, but I think there would be thing, would be certain strategies or cards that we would avoid if we wanted to do them in the first place. <laughs> if we were making content, um, because I, I have said in the past that like, for instance, combo decks, combo decks are very, it's very hard to convey to the viewer where you're at with a combo deck, and luckily we just don't really like combo decks. We have a few, but they're a little silly, I'll say. Um, so avoiding it is just kind of natural for us. It's what we would be building anyways. Um, but yeah, combo decks like you can't see you can't see the person's hand, so you don't know if they're like one piece away from winning or something like that. And then when they do win, it's normally like, oh, it's over, boom game over. And that's not very exciting uh, to the viewer. It's a little different when you're watching like um, a single player play it, right? Like like watching somebody on YouTube just like play Legacy Doomsday or whatever, I don't know. Because um, like, you get to see them like slowly build it up, and you can see their hand the whole time, like, oh, I just need this. And then boom, it happens, and it's exciting. But it's a little different when you can't see a, the person's hand. You can't really tell what they're doing. They just kind of do nothing for a while, and then they win. So, like, we would avoid that if we wanted to do it. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, Eric. Do we have do we have any uh, build restrictions we put on ourselves because we make content? No, I mean, mm. I, it's it, it all goes back to the earlier questions. Like, people like combo decks, obviously, because competitive PH is growing and it's a huge part of the the fan base now. I guess. But for watching it, it's not, like, that exciting, I want to say. The person just ends up winning, or they just get dragged out for another so-and-so amount. And if you want to keep shit fresh, you're not going to play the same combos every single time. You're going to, you know, let it, let how the board goes how it goes. I mean, outside of, yeah, of course, like, combo decks are maybe a little boring to watch, but also, obviously, we have a lot of pack cards, um... And, and they're cards that kind of generate hype on their own, right? Howling, going Marching Duo Drone, Classic, ScareTeller 2, but also, like, Might Stone. Like, we'll throw Might Stones in decks because when somebody plays a Might Stone, it's exciting. And But it's not just because it's for the viewers. It's exciting for us, too. But, like, there are, you know, there's those hype cards. And if you want to make your content a little more exciting, maybe you could look to add those a little more often. Cards that when you put it down, you're going to be like, oh, man, something's going to happen. Call Holler Swine, that's another good one. Stuff like that. Like what's gonna happen next now that, that card got played. It's right? like cards that like I don't wanna say shift the focus of the game, but like change the game almost. You know what I'm saying? Because the focus of the game should always be, you know, to win, play your play what you can, do what you can. But uh, it's been said before, but the pals are like are brain dead. We see a coal hauler slime, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're blocking it with everything. We're just <laughs> hey, yeah. We're, we're, we're putting our horse blinders on. Yeah. And we're looking at that. How can I swing yeah. twenty damage at that thing right now?
0: Typic, <laughs> typical, typical, uh, popular wincon card: Coalhuller Swine. Yes.
2: I don't know when Tycon. Tycon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah,
0: Tycon. I'm sorry. Tycon. there's a <laughs> game con. If color comes out
2: <laughs> and there's a way. Br- yeah. Murder if, suicide. If all comes out and there's con. a way to tie the game. There's a good chance we're going to. You got a very strong chance that the game is going to end in a tie real quick.
0: And that's I mean, actually it's kind a of like good,
2: combo, right? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of actually a good example not just how we build our decks differently but also how we play differently. <laughs> um, to maybe make things a little more exciting. And again, this comes naturally to us cuz this is how we would be playing anyways. But um we we make some dumb plays that I think are also kind of fun and exciting to watch, um, like call horror swine crap, or just, I don't know, you, you could go watch any of our videos and there's something stupid we did um, that was maybe more fun. What would we say, the good play or the fun play, right? Nope. Yep. Fun plays are fun to watch. Good plays, probably when you...
0: Would you say that as a method of keeping your content fresh?
2: I think so. A little bit. Because, I mean, this is another thing. Magic, I feel like you kind of, you know what people should be doing, you know? And you've seen people do the right thing a million times. Um, So, like, seeing someone just be like, I know I shouldn't do this, but you know what? I'm just going to do it. Who cares? It's a, I'm sitting at a, a dining room table. Like, this, no stakes. Nobody cares. I'm just going to do the wrong thing and just see what happens. Like, just yesterday, uh Brent was playing Corpse Knight. And he plays the Corpse Knight on turn two, like always. And on my turn, I had a Magma Jet. And I originally Magma Jetted the Corpse Knight, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but insta- but Brent was like, oh, come on. And I was like, okay, fine. Oh, Let's Magma Jet Brent for two. <laughs> <laughs> and Scry two. And it's like, why would anyone do that? It's so stupid. But, like, it's kind of funny. And it's kind of fun to watch. Probably more fun to watch than a removal spell being cast on a commander. Yeah, Like, boring. Yeah, like, you see that a million times. <laughs> Yeah,
1: like. S- speaking of making plays that no one wants to watch and making the fun play instead, what do I what do I personally have to do to get Fred to take Grey Merchant half his life? Yeah. yeah I think it is, is actually. Right? He, 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 yeah?
2: He's getting tired of it. I don't have to of do anything. Also. He's oh, like, we all got it. Yeah. I am getting growing. tired now of Fred with Fred Merchant. Yeah. Fred's like, I don't want to do this. So, like, I think is
0: a classic.
2: Yeah, well... Yeah, a lot of classics, classics are bad, is, too, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> classic isn't always good. <laughs> classic can be very boring. It's not very exciting sure. to be like, oh, I drew Gray Merchant. Okay. You Pack know, it I'm, up. I'm over here sitting at our wall of decks, and I'm thinking about another way to keep things fresh. It's like, we have so many commanders, but then you see some commander like Veteran Explorer. You're like, what? Did, what? how do you build that? Oh, John's perfect yeah. deck is 11 lands. And another way, like, oh, Noble Benefactor, oh, that's going to be a combo one, that's great. Oh, no, no, no. I, I tutor for Sunken City every game. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. silly deck ideas melding <laughs> with the way we play. It just makes it more interesting, I think. Yeah, focus really, and I think people, I think at least some people try to do this, when they they're like, even like EDH and stuff, it's like, when you're building a deck, in my opinion, it should be more about what kind of experience you're trying to generate. Colder. And less about like how tuned can I get this to win as quickly as possible or something. It's more like what stupid thing could I do with Noble Benefact? Literally that's everybody search their deck for a card. Or better explore. What if everybody just had a million lands? Like what would happen? What happens next? And and that's where I start when I'm building decks typically is like that kind of stuff. And I think that's maybe maybe more exciting content. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No. I, I, I definitely think that your guys's content generally speaking is is pretty exciting and, and different. And I think it a lot of it is attributed to what you do, you know, when it comes to deck and card choice.
2: Yeah, and, and play style and all of that. Yeah. Thanks. And and yeah, that's that's why I said at the beginning like we have solutions to keep things fresh, but they might not necessarily be what everybody wants to hear because I feel like the way <laughs> yeah. we play is not how everybody wants to play. Uh clearly so, like, you know, you can take our advice if you like, but you might not really like it. <laughs> the problem is, the problem is they're taking our advice without taking our advice. Because I don't know, I've heard the competitive groups getting faster and faster, more aggro focused. I'm just saying, we've been aggro for eight years now.
1: So after I built that Rilsa and that uh, Amber deck,
2: they're both great. I love that, both. that I sent I'll play you. Amber now.
1: Played last night. I, I found out that. The... Amber Amber is so explosive. Like th- there are people who are experimenting with Amber mm. and Veteran Explorer in the competitive scene. So like I don't I don't know if my build of it is competitive, but wait, this wait, is definitely made, like a competitive deck that people are toying explorer. with.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's all I can think I about did. too. I was about, to say, I was about to say the yeah, one sorry. that like
0: dies and gives everyone basics, that one like
2: That's a... No,
1: the one that makes the one right. that makes sure that Amber oh, the always background. draws okay. these three yeah. cards.
2: Veteran soldier. Uh, yeah, I have Shang "Veteran Explorer." Plus, I kind of like it. And I was like, a competitive." <laughs> I think it's super competitive. All those lands, you can do so much with that. You just have to have someone else kill it for you. <laughs> I'm sure they'll
1: watch. <laughs> why why you can wouldn't they your lightning s- bolt? Literally into free reign, uh, rampant thing.
2: growth. No, sorry, a double rampant growth that's untapped. <laughs> untapped, yeah. That's the, yeah. Part. Uh, that's the one. Uh, I, I
1: kicked growth from the ashes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep things moving in the direction of additional questions because we got we have a couple more questions for you. This this has been fantastic. It is not yet finished. the The next question we have for you, and this might be more for John than Eric. You guys can tell me. Is are there any tech tips or recommendations that you can share with that's all, that's uh, all our on. listeners uh, in terms of software, cameras, mics? Uh, is there is there a special piece of cardboard that you need in order to yeah. mount a, a yes. top down table okay. camera? T- tell me, tell me. Let's start with the yeah, most so important thing. Believe, tell me about the piece uh, the of cardboard. The insert
2: for a five hundred pound card box, or something like that. It's like just a rectangle. Where did, the, where did the thing come from, Eric? I actually don't even know. It's the weirdest shape. It's it's like it doesn't have a <laughs> bottom or a top. It's just like a rectangle of cardboard. But anyways, that's mounted to. A chandelier holder, uh, which then has a camera arm uh, stuck through the bottom of it, with a screw on the other side to keep it in there, uh, and then that has a webcam on it, and that's how you ceiling mount a web a webcam when you don't want to drill holes in the ceiling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, in the in the words of uh, our Lord and Savior, exactly. flawless. Design. And also,
2: there are some great pull up bars out there for mounting <laughs> a TV over a door. Way. <laughs> so I will say our um our our structures of how we hold things up are very janky. But I think our setup's pretty good at this point. And yeah, I can definitely give some, some general tips. Now, it's obviously gonna vary, you know, if you're sitting in your room streaming small table at your desk, a lot of this isn't gonna be super relevant for you. You could probably get like a basic spotlight of some sort. To light up your desk, and and put a webcam over it, right? Um, but what we're doing, you know, we're trying to light up an entire table, um, get four people sitting around it to sound good and all that, and that's a little more complicated. And and I can, I can I can still give some kind of like audio and video general tips. First, video, like I'm just gonna say, webcams are perfectly good. Um, they're actually very high quality. Most webcams now have 1080p lenses in them, so cheap. Um, and a 1080p lens is plenty good. Uh, the issue with webcams is they they run very slowly, and there there are ways to fix that. Like I'm sure you just like plugged in a webcam and used it as is, and like there's like everything's like shadowing, it's all blurry and it, like looks kind of crappy. The main thing you can change in your webcam settings is the exposure level. This is something I figured out. Uh, webcams have an auto exposure feature where they kind of adjust. The exposure of him—that's basically how much light it's taking in—and when it's trying to take in a lot of light, uh, to like get it the get it bright enough, it runs super slow and it looks awful. So what you're gonna want to do is get the area super bright, and then manually adjust the exposure on your webcams, and then they're gonna run super smooth. Like we just use a 1080p webcam for top-down view, and I I think it looks pretty good. Uh, I mean, everything's bright. Uh, things look smooth. You can, like, if our hands are moving around, there's not, like, shadows behind it and stuff. Um, and, I mean, honestly, if you could um, name cards by pictures, you could probably glance and, and name most of the cards on the screen. And that's pretty good for, you know, four different people's fields all zoomed out. Uh, it looks pretty good. So webcams are plenty good. Uh, we have six of them set up. And uh, they, they all do their job just fine. Uh, so don't go out and buy a DSLR just to like stream your spell table zoomed in thing like it's not worth it. uh Audio is trickier, but I'm gonna say it's more important because I would say people can kind of squint and deal with like lower quality video, but if you sound like way too loud, it's like nails on chalkboard, or like if you're too quiet, and they have to, like crank up their volume so much they like like an alert goes off on their computer and it's like just blows out their speakers or something. Like it's kind of miserable to listen to. So I'd really focus on getting your audio good. And again, if you're just streaming Spell Table, I just get a high quality headset. They have really good, um, really low sensitivity, meaning they don't take in all the ambient sounds of the room as much. It's really just going to be like right in front of your face. Uh, So like any decently high quality headset is good. Or you can buy just like a cheap Audio Technica mic. Uh, there are a lot of good brands, and um, there's like a million videos online for how to, you know, t- slightly tweak your audio on it. <clears throat> and there are a lot of good settings and, and built-in filters on uh, any streaming software where you can do that stuff. So um, that that that'll get you really far. And messing with the webcam settings will get you pretty good results on its own. Um, As far as software, other setup stuff, I mean, obviously we're using the jankiest stuff ever to hold it in place. Uh, You could probably shell out some more money for a proper, like, uh, camera arm if you wanted to really mount it well, but there's also, like, cheap desk mount ones uh, that you can get if you're just streaming your your view for stream table, or spell table, spell table. Um, And, like, software, I mean... It depends on what you're trying to do. If you're just like streaming a webcam and like nothing else, um, OBS is fine. OBS will do everything you want. Uh, you don't have to get too fancy there. I was so that I was like, say, we've been huge supporters of PolyPop lately. Yes, actually, they've we, been killing it, man. We really do love PolyPop's a newer streaming software. Um, it has a built-in 3D physics engine, so you can add. 3D effects of any sort. I'm sure if you've watched recently, you've seen at least a couple of them. You can even make like your webcams 3D objects. You can like move them around and stuff. You can you can like automate so many things in it, and, uh, and it's really powerful. And there's a lot you can do with it. You don't necessarily need all that if you're just like I said, you're just streaming spell table or something. You don't necessarily need all that. But I would look into it if you want to do some like more involved things. It's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty sleek, like well designed, easy to figure out. Um yeah, OBS is also fine. And it's like a mainstay thing. Yeah. Mostly everyone has OBS. Or uses it at least. Yeah, we, we used to use it only recently I switched really. Because it can't handle fucking eight webcams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing I would say, if you're gonna have multiple webcams, I would shy away from having the exact same brand of webcam. Oh god. Oh. If you're like like Logitech makes great webcams. But if you get, like, four C920s, which is, like, their generic 1080p one, they will, like, steal the driver from each other and, like, randomly crash each other all the time. Uh It's a constant headache. So now, like, I think almost all of our webcams are all slightly different brands. And, like I said, 1080p lenses are so cheap now. Most companies make a good quality one, so I wouldn't worry too much about brand. But uh, I'd, I'd worry more about changing the settings on them. But, yeah, that's just some of the stuff I've learned. I am... Not an expert on this stuff. I have just been screwing around with these things for four years now, and just like so you are fu- literally Dr. Fun. Frankenstein, fucking yeah, jury rigging this shit together. Yeah, I'm just like tripping over coffee tables trying to <laughs> set up, this, <laughs> <laughs> trying to set up, get this like crazy rinky dink setup we have. I mean, at this point, we have some high quality gear, but I don't think you know that if you're just starting out. Like, we have nice little mics and stuff, but don't 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 go down the rabbit hole. Don't spend a thousand bucks to get your little like spell table set up. It's not worth it. Get a webcam, get a headset, get maybe a light. Feature could be good, like a, some sort of spotlight to light up your spot, and stop there until you really know you even want to do this. Yeah. say streaming hardware and software is much more accept- accessible than it was like you know eight years ago. Oh yeah, like nowadays, like you can pretty much go <laughs> on any online website. Find everything you need right there. And pretty cheap, too. Yeah, and like I said, there are a million videos now. There are so many YouTubers yeah. that have videos telling you how to set up audio in OBS. How to get your video quality better. There's so many videos. Just Google it. You'll, you'll figure it out. It's, it's not too bad. Our setup is a little wonky to give specific advice for. Right, yeah. Like, you're not... I don't know. Maybe you are, but I think most people are not trying to stream an entire table of people and get their audio good on everybody at the same time. Yeah, I know. Um, but I if know. you are, you know, take a look at our setup. <laughs> you can, if Liam if you wants, wants something I, can, I can post a picture, and he can put it on his show notes of our beautiful setup from the ceiling. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we'll we get you a picture of the, the pull-up bar TV and the uh, oh, no, webcam no. box. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's beautiful. I had I thought of a few times... In the past, of doing like a little studio tour video, and I never did it, just to kind of show how we That'd do everything. Be a good idea, but uh, we could still do it. It's only gotten crazier. Those are my tips.
1: That is a, an extremely thorough answer. I I appreciate that. And in in you know in a weird twist that probably makes me a bad interviewer, I, I have no follow up questions and nothing to add. I I don't know. Don't know anything about enough. any of this. We work uh, into
2: the bone here. Yeah. Awesome. You see him being into the same It's bad news
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's yeah, a good time. Mean the I mean, it's just half, half rough. Who
2: knows that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the... God bless the God. Intro ...introduced me as the producer. Yep. And that's that's what I've done. I've, I've produced it. We've moved yeah. to many different rooms, reset everything, I'm- and... I don't know. I, I so, enjoy I, it. I, I kinda guess, like I mean, figuring it out. Now that now that we, you know, got least uh, extended, like we can we can drill some holes in the ceiling. Fuck it, who cares? I think so. You know what's <laughs> funny? we can get rid of this cardboard. <laughs> I don't know. I think we gotta use it. Um, yeah, I think you know it's funny. I really have kind of started to enjoy it and I I'm almost like sad that things are pretty good right now. Like I, I wish something That's would fine. go wrong. So I could like figure it out. You, you like, want there to be more
3: <laughs> problems for us? Sometimes <laughs> if computer wasn't a big enough problem for you. Uh, yeah,
2: John just, needs I more so. drama in his relationship just, with technology. It's So good to us. Dude, and it our audio's is, just it's been being like better if be okay too, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I would really recommend that program if you want to do more complicated things. It's a great program.
1: I just have one last question on the uh, the streaming thing, and it's very broad. This is the uh, this is the miscellaneous question. Is there any Thing you would like to add about any of this? Any any final tips? Any sign-off updates? Any last words that you want to get in about the entire topic of how to stream
2: uh, wanna, without things I, getting stale? I want to say because I've you know I'm I do not want to say I'm like entrenched into the PDH um, uh, was, was it fan base or whatever like the big group who plays it. I don't want to say, like, I'm, I'm in there every single group, but I, I kind of am. And I've seen a lot of streamers try and do PDH. And they do it for a couple weeks. They see they have bad numbers, and they sort of stop. Uh, the biggest thing for, like, streaming PDH, because like I said before, it's a niche. It's a niche of a niche, you know. So you're not going to hit as many viewers as you want. But, like, the big thing is that you got to keep trying. you just got to do it every chance you get. Like, every, you know, we do it weekly. But like, do it all the time, and you'll get some traction eventually. It's all good. It. Yeah. Uh, above all, consistency. Yeah, Consistency is, is key. If you say Tuesdays and Thursdays, seven p.m. Eastern, you better be there every Tuesday and Thursday at seven p.m. Eastern. Like the the you miss a couple of days, and the couple of people that were sort of interested just forget, and then they're, they're gone. You 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 need to be. You need to develop a sense to it. That's, like, yeah. probably the biggest thing for growing it all. And, but, but, as I said earlier, and I really do want to reiterate, like, don't stress about viewers. Especially making PDH content. Like, yeah, exactly. you probably know every PDH player already, if you're making PDH Yeah, content, that, that's another <laughs> thing. Like, I know, like, <laughs> these people from left and right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, there's a couple hundred of them in the discords. And, you know, if you post your link there, they'll, they'll probably stop by. Um, but, you know, don't, Kid yourself, you know, like you're not going to get a hundred, a 1, thousand viewers, anything like that. You should be doing it because you love PDH and you like that you kind of feeling of format. like you want, yeah, you want like expand the format and, and and also you like that feeling of kind of like carrying on a conversation while you're doing something because like that's what magic is for us. Like it's not so much about playing the playing the game. It's about we're just having out. We're just having a good get, time. Exactly, getting together, hanging out, sitting around at a table, talking about whatever really not even necessarily pH all the time and you really have to enjoy that if you're going to enjoy making the content for that's why it it's easy to be fresh for us cuz like we're just hanging out like oh you know pH is getting kind of boring let's find a new way to ruin it for us let's, right. make, let's put it into the viewers hands so they can ruin it like you know right yeah that's like you know we've been playing pH for 8 years but we've been friends for like 20 years you know yeah. and we've been sitting around a table doing something together for our whole lives you know, so, like, you know, we've been keeping it fresh with our friend group forever, it's, and it's just, you know, it just kind of comes naturally. We are we are blessed to have a good group of players like this. Yeah. And I, I, I use the term good loosely. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at playing our meta, not much other ones.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. You really you really just have to be consistent. You gotta, yeah, and consistency is key, for sure. And, and don't expect the whole world to show up when you turn your on don't be don't be mad so let's say you're like averaging like five ten viewers don't be mad when you turn it on you get like three like that's just people have lives man some yeah. groups decide to record their pdH pod episodes on Tuesdays <laughs> right before yeah. we stream I mean convenient just saying like it, it, people have lives man mm-hmm. You can't be mad at anybody
0: yeah look all, all I'm saying is that the original idea of recording on Tuesdays was that we would be done by seven so we could. So, so I personally could tune in. uh hey, That did not happen. And
2: Brad and you talk. You're going way past uh, seven, buddy.
0: Oh yeah, we go to like eight thirty. I say that
2: with love, by the way. could like, you you're so, fine. Yeah. this talking okay, man, it's a good time. <laughs>
1: this this decision was made long before we ever tried to stream things. Like if you if you look back at our like our first couple show notes, like the the first couple shows we did, I think. I think we started yes. right, uh, right when Commander Legend before, Baldur's yeah. Gate came out. So like I, we had we had like an introduction episode, and then we had like a yeah, two okay, two, and two then different we had episodes for CLB set review. Yeah. And like and like you can you can look at these show notes, and it's like yeah, we're each going to talk about a couple cards no, for each color, yeah, and we'll wrap up not. in an hour. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> it's like you've seen our set reviews. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> at least we <laughs> gave up on that. On, you know, it's, it's going like, to take more like, than three hours.
1: It's. If if you looked at those, you would get the acute and definitive sense that no one involved in this has yeah. any idea what math is or how numbers work. <laughs> so uh, yeah, which is completely
2: math. true. Yeah. Um, right? I was <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like yeah, at work one day, yeah, I was yeah, math like you is you the listen to a new episode of PH pod. I I looked it up, it was like an hour fifty four, I was like, oh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the uh, episode <laughs> yeah. one uh, show notes, and I I see I'm gonna highlight it in this for anyone that goes to look at the future. It says no time limit on answers. No
2: time oh. limit. <laughs> uh,
1: yep, yep, yep. And then and then like starting with like episode two or episode three, Brad started putting this message on the top that says, <laughs> "Let's avoid rabbit holes. Let's try to keep this to a tight." I I think the first one probably says, Let's try to keep this to a tight sixty minutes and then he gave up and he's like, <laughs> Let's try to keep this to a tight ninety minutes <laughs> like But this this message uh, just got, got copied it pasted got copy, all of the shows. It got got like, for, for <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like me. Oh yeah,
2: no. I personally I, am no, very happy
1: point. with uh, the length of the show. I I know that it you know. Yeah, yeah, but but it does it does kind of for the original plan where we would record this and then watch the pals. That uh, that that plan was uh, ultimately kind of foolish. But we're uh, we're we're recording these on Wednesdays now, so uh, hopefully more pals action for everyone. It's
2: like when you watch something, you want to like, you want to watch. It's like people on YouTube specifically, they're like, oh, we have to make this video ten minutes long, ten or twenty minutes long. Is anything longer than that, no one's gonna watch. Like if you want to watch or listen to something, like why would you cut the length of it like give me yeah. that five hour long spiel about whatever yeah like, there's yeah, like, like a 5 hour a honestly... uh, video of like no gear solid four like i listen to it all the time I was like who cares give me that long shit i love it
0: yeah no i i'm in that i'm in that boat with you i honestly like if it's good i don't care if it's five minutes or five hours or five days i yeah. will listen to all of it all of it it's uh, five minutes you know, that's <laughs> yeah, but but like at any point, you know, five minutes, five hours, five days. At any point, I turn it off. It means that I mentally got bored, uh, which is pretty bad because most of my magic podcasts are on in the background while I'm doing chores. Uh, so <laughs> if I get bored of what you're saying, it's that's pretty bad. Uh, Honestly, I don't really listen to any
2: other podcasts besides like you guys. It's like I don't want to hear people talk about EDH.
1: House of Commons is high quality entertainment. If you want, if you want more PDH podcasts than than what we're producing here, I I know that I haven't I haven't seen them be active in a little while. I don't know if they stopped or if they're on hiatus or if I just I
2: thought one of them took a hiatus, but I don't remember which
1: one. It's possible. I I was I don't know. I've not been paying as close attention as I should have been. Let me let me I'm looking this up right now. You
2: know what it is. Takes a like, toll, man. Like we said, yeah, hard, shit going Getting on. This, time of year. Year. this is the worst time of
1: year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The struggle is real.
2: Uh, and I was gonna say, like earlier, I was like yeah. you guys on episode thirty, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think. Man. Yeah. That's a lot, because like I said before, was like, people, you you see streamers try a PDH for a little bit, and they do like four or five streams of it, like you know what? No one's watching this. I'm not gonna do. Well, like that's not how it works. You gotta keep doing it. You'll crack through that ice eventually.
0: Yeah, I said. I I can't remember what the statistic was that Brad shared with us, but it was fairly early on, and it was something like the 7th or the 8th I- episode is, is when most fail or stop, like, before they get to that point, and, you know, 30 is going strong.
2: Yeah, very good. Yeah, thirty's great. You guys can easily keep going
0: forever. House of Commons
1: uh, posted number 13 in December about Liara Portier, which is, I think, I, I kind of um don't 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 listen to this Jules I kinda didn't listen to that one because I've I've played against this deck a lot and like I kinda know what it does and I was like ah, I don't need to I I don't need to hear them tell me about it. I I know all about Liara Portier. <laughs> so uh that's
2: honestly like I you see so many people like try and break Tatiova and Weaver's like, dude, that deck does like two things. <laughs> I've seen it a million times. Like, come on, it's you're not doing anything special to this. Crash has the best fucking, uh Tatiova deck, Yalaran's the best, or Yalaran has a uh, Weavers, right? I, don't know. Uh,
1: I think Yalaran has a Weavers. Y- Yalaran's more famous yeah. for Parcel Beast and Izzet Guildmage, which yeah, I think Beast is great. do deserve to be talked about because they are like the two most complicated decks oh, I've yeah, ever fantastic. played.
2: His, his primer on Parcel Beast makes me sick, I love it.
1: Reading that makes you a better player.
2: It, it gives you a headache and makes you yeah better. like it's like the har- it's like that harsh medicine yeah spirit. you just
1: you if you if you if you if you're sitting around and you're like man I wish I was a better magic player find Yalaron's primer for Parcel Beast or is it Guild Mage, and just read through it top to bottom the whole read that, thing uh, every read that word times. like don't don't skip anything one sitting you will leave that experience a better magic player you will be more skilled for having had that twenty minute experience
2: it's like um the. You know the opening for Simpsons parts right on the chalkboard. Yeah, <laughs> you write that thing out <laughs> across the whole globe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll become a better player for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like you see them do their thing like a couple times, like Weavers and tattoo specifically. Yeah, like, all right, you know, I don't need to see more people try and do this. I've already seen right. it. Right.
1: Yeah, I like I, I could I can I can skip people talking about Liara. <laughs> I, I know what Liara does. But like, oh yeah. yeah, All right,
2: yeah, Liara. Like all right, you're gonna cast the three mana rock off the top for free. All right, go ahead. You got it
1: chef Jules, if you're listening, get Yaller on the show. Get him talking about Parcel Beast. This is this is the next big thing. Trust me. That's
2: gonna be like a four hour episode. Yeah, I'm ready. You guys, just yes. put, you guys hit the mute button, he's just gonna
1: start going off. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Anyway. No no we <laughs> We gotta keep this to a tight we're <laughs> we're the show notes. Uh, no, we're past no, no, that.
0: no. we we're, we're only at like <laughs> seventy so far for the actual no. podcast. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, okay, we can
2: keep going
1: then. <laughs> All right. Liam, Liam has a question that he really wants to
2: ask you
0: guys. Uh, the question that I have for you is what is your favorite or weirdest rule zero conversation slash scenario that you have had? This is a listener question that comes to us from uh, Scooby Drew 0 uh, I've been saving this one because I knew a PALS episode was coming up and I definitely Scooby wanted to hear you guys answer oh. to this. Uh, so have at it. What's your favorite or weirdest rule zero scenario?
2: Uh, yeah, we we love some Scooby Drew. Yeah. Whenever we see him in chat, I love it. But uh, you know what? Our biggest rule zero thing, like people don't even think about it, but we back when we first started, we had to say it <laughs> constantly. Like, no, we play forty twenty one. You could say it's rule like, zero. Uh, no, we play I, had, 40-21. I guess that's rule zero, right? I I had one that I had thought of though. Our uh, rules around goblin test pilot. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, there's actually a couple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's the, a great one. Yeah, yeah. So first off, goblin test pilot has his you know. Own if you don't know, super, goblin test right? a commander. You tap it. Does two damage to a ram target. It's all does. First I'm off, flying. it is. It's a zero two flyer. Is it okay? It is flying. All right. Thank you very much. First off, if it hits a player that was the monarch, you get the monarch and or
1: the if, initiative, right?
2: And the initiative. Yeah. Why not? And the yeah. initiative. Yeah. And it's also commander oh, it damage, good. if that's, that's ever my, That's relevant. my favorite one. If you take one. 21 Goblin Test Pile damage, you lose. Um, yeah. It could happen. <laughs> you never know. Well, do know 21. It, it, it's it so fucking odd. Um, wait, what was the other one? Um, oh, man. Okay, right, I like that. If you are at two or less life playing Goblin Test Palette, and you gain life on the stack, you must tap Goblin Test Pile to see if he kills you. That
1: was like... <laughs> That was like the second game of the pals yep. I ever watched.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that was mm-hmm. like four years ago when Alk was like fresh onto the pals. He was watching Jeremy play Goblin Test Pilot, yep. and Jeremy played a Radiant Fountain. And- life can on like, the stack. <laughs> activate Test Pilot right now. Yeah, <laughs> and, he- and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and he killed him. Uh, and he killed
0: himself. <laughs> that's awful.
2: And that Jeremy—that's an example. <laughs> of uh, keeping content fresh by letting your viewers pick what you do.
1: <laughs> and Jer- jeremy was jeremy was such a good sport about it too he was like you know what that's awesome yeah <laughs> he just he picked up his it's cards good. he was so chill like
2: <laughs> it's great it's uh funny. it was
1: it was beautiful
2: and that's more important than winning to us yeah. like yeah like i would much rather die to my own test pilot than win yeah, a game like that I, it's, it's like a- you know? die,
1: die, die to your test pilot right with it's life like, Gate uh, on the, the start, Twenty-four right.
2: hours stream. That's like, right. you could like the first twenty-four hour stream. Uh, we were all like, you know, just tired as shit. And uh, there was like two test pot games that day. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. But Fred was like mad. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it, and he played uh, a yeah. Noble. And like test already killed it like twice, and so he he played it. It, um, I don't remember who it was, but someone <laughs> tapped <and activated. laughs> test pilot, Prince Amelie threw it away <laughs> like across the room. I think, yeah, he unearthed or something. I forget. That was that he was did deep something deep. to get it, raised dead or something to get it back multiple times. Yeah. And test pilot killed it. Yeah, he re- he re- <laughs> one my card.
1: That's awful. I, w- I watched I, mean, I watched one game up, where test pilot killed it did. twice, and then burning inquiry got it once. Like that was <laughs> that was good.
2: Oh. Yeah. I need to put Bernie. Oh, yeah, that's probably for the 40. thing we have the most rule zeros around. I bet there's other things I'm just forgetting, but that's that's what comes to mind. Well, we do a lot of rule zeros. Like obviously we said forty twenty one. Yeah. But like we allow planeswalkers because we don't care. They're never gonna print a uncommon planeswalker because this can be your commander because that doesn't make them money. Uh, we allow enchantments if it's like the, kind of the long reach of night. I have the one. I don't. I don't even know what it's called. Long reach of night. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, I have that as an enchantment. We allow, you know. Yeah, we have a few comments. I don't want to say we allow common. You we have, have like
1: Sada disciple yeah. and clan ambassador. And we have yeah. disciple, clan ambassador. Yeah. That's the other one. Yeah,
2: clammy boy. We allow them if they're like interesting and like. No one wants to build. Oh, besides <laughs> Jeremy. Another bear's companion, Dick. It's something different, at least. Uh, Div- disciple is more interesting, I <laughs>
0: Not gonna lie, uh, the visit to Iquoya with a what? suspicious lacking of uncommon creatures was uh, disappointing.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, we said we said replace. Yeah. Like, I guess
1: we're never getting you know, them. Like, like disproves it to me. We we got the we got crystals. Yeah. Which ones? I didn't give us some juice though. Iquoya's uh, oh. three oh, colors, uncommon cycle. Iquoya's bannas, crystals, these, crystals. These, yeah, these rocks. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, cons cons had banners which you can sacrifice for a card. The crystals cycled for a card. Yeah, okay, massive bummer. This. Um, I'm holding out hope. I think I think someday Lightning Angel is going to get a downshift. Yeah,
2: out. we'll get it eventually. Hopefully, like the way Wizards is printing shit, like it, we'll get it eventually. No, no doubt. Because like even I, I mean I said this before is like why wouldn't they just print like it's a green creature and it has an activated ability like blue and red? You know, how does that break draft or anything?
1: It's fine Blake's plan is I don't, I don't he, wants, so. he wants to get a prismatic piper and take a sharpie to it so that it says you choose two colors instead of one <laughs> and the, the drawback is that one of his commanders is this garbage useless card that's like not even castable that's, so he that's wants fair. Five minutes he wants to pair yeah. a simic prismatic piper with togo that's his plan <laughs> to make a teamer deck I do I Tell, I tell, tell like, that man he's it, a genius
2: frequently. Him. Tell him he's a genius. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. Uh, that I,
0: sounds both equally horrific and amazing. Yeah. Like
2: I, I kind of, I want to
1: I wanna just encourage him to do it, because I want to see what this deck looks like.
2: Before, I was really on the train of like, you know, just do whatever you want. Wizards is never going to print this stuff. It doesn't matter. But now, like, Wizards is pretty Hold good. Everything. See so, what, they like, get you what, you know, let's yeah. take a chill pill. And uh, maybe they'll print something the Yeah. They've given us too much, honestly. Like I haven't updated decks.
0: in like What four, was the last minutes. set you updated with?
2: It just hurts to think about. I see Alk updated his 70 decks.
0: Had like, to at I least have been it. CLB, because drone.
2: Yeah, no, it was definitely falling. Okay, okay. 70... I did not update anything past Double Master.
0: In fairness, in fairness, the only thing I can really think of since then is Is It charm?
2: Is It charm? Yeah. No, well, that's just Double Master, but like, all the new sets have crazy stuff. I just haven't done it. It's like, for Baldur's yeah, Gate, I think I, I saw ordered, that. like, six or 700 cards. <laughs> and I was like, after this, I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. This is too much. I'm losing Bunny. These decks
1: Dominaria are Dominaria didn't give us fun. a lot, but Brother's War did. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Brother's Ward. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Like, Brother's War.
1: Just yeah. every, like, a Rust party. Goliath. Gaia's God, Gift. Lauren's running? Escape. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm going to play uh, Cradle
1: Clearcut. Yeah, Cradle Card had a too, really bad draw. Yeah,
2: Brent had like, Brent had like, like the, seven, the
1: entire like, deck is designed around getting massive piles of mana out of the commander, and I don't think I don't think Brent ever tapped it for mana. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. he didn't at the what
2: beginning. Is... Yeah, he did once, but I forced him. Yeah. I was like, dude, you
1: have like three more. Mana. Yeah, I'm. I I want to bring us back to this listener question, Scooby Drew, uh, favorite or weirdest rule zero, because uh, I had a big answer all planned out for this, and it's just everything that Sniff has already said. Uh, I. My my favorite rule zero situations are just that I I want to see more diversity in commanders. I think that that's 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 a huge part of the draw for me about this format. Uh, separate from EDH, like the, the the two big draws for me are that EDH is just a wasteland of bombs and board wipes and infinites, and I don't want to deal with that. They're just just a just it's a just cesspool. A um, yes. Like so, uh, yes, and that—that's—that's yeah. that's its whole thing. But uh, the the other huge draw is that you know, there's there's so many more uncommon creatures than there are legendaries. And when you expand that out to include, you know, Eric's Long Reach of Night deck, like these enchantments that flip into creatures, and I have I have one of those in Autumnal Gloom. And when you add, you know, I've got an artifact. Oh the yeah, mirror, the the mirror, yeah, the heirloom mirror, yeah. I've got Erland an artifact mirror, that yeah. flips into a creature, like just rule zeroing that in. I've I've got a planeswalker as a deck. Uh I've experimented very briefly and very gently with partnering two two uncommon creatures together that don't otherwise have partner.
2: I haven't tried partner PDH, but Faye and Redmain. Yeah,
1: are... I I get kinda of squirrely about it because like if, if I if I had a group where yeah, everyone yeah, was scary. doing that and like I could count on that being the standard power level I would be I would be there for it but like if I'm if I'm going to bring this deck into a regular game of pdh I'm going to be extremely conscious of all the advantages that my deck has over the other decks for having a second commander and additional colors and a, a access to a whole new card that's just a, a rarity level a rarity power level above everything else, like that, can be enormous. So, like my my forays into partner Pdh have been extremely tame. I think by by design, but just yeah, being.
2: Well, I mean, what, like Fae and them, like they purposely make it so don't go into yeah. creatures, which yeah. is which is great. I love. Yeah.
1: It. Like you can't be devoted druid and Quill Spike, which is good.
2: Yeah, like that's that's like boring.
1: <laughs> right. But it's, yeah, I mean, sorry, it's still like, the the thing The thing that kind of gets me a lot is Faye used to have this deck that I think was, it was Gilder Baron and Winding Constrictor. And to me, that always felt like too much because both of those cards individually make really good, perfectly... Great yeah. Decks. yeah, they're great bets by themselves. And when you put them together, and you have both of those effects at the same time, and like all three of those colors at the same time, like that feels like it's too much to me. Like the only, and and again, if I was bringing it into a, a whole group where everyone was doing it, then it's fine. That's the power level you can expect to play at. Like, if I'm going to bring my Gilder Baron plus Winding Constrictor deck into a meta where someone else has a Gilder Baron deck and someone else has a Winding Constrictor deck, then then I feel like I am the jerk, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So yeah, just uh, my 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 favorite rule zero things are just people being really flexible about what can be a commander, planeswalkers, enchantments, artifacts, like anything you know, commons. I've I've got I've got a handful of decks with the common backgrounds. I, that's completely fine.
2: I want to say, like, um, we we bend Rule Zero as far as it goes. And, like, if it wasn't, like, well, I mean, I'm going to admit it. We all sort of lost passion around Baldur's Gate, like, right after that, too. So we didn't, we even like, brew decks, like, hardcore, like we used to. Because, like, there was a time when I was, like, two decks away from you. And I was, like, this is close. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, like, brewed, like, seven. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm not going to catch up with ever. <laughs> but, like, Baldur's Gate is. Baldur's Gate is probably like the first or second best deck or best set ever made for PDH, and it's made of Initiative and all the other shit. All the commons are great, but like this, is all once we sort of lost passion, and like if we if we brewed constantly behind that, like we would have all the common backgrounds also, which you know isn't technically legal for PDH, but like we like I said, we bend rule zero as far as it goes, so we would have the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we can justify it and it sounds interesting Super to us, we'll happens. just do it. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
1: don't care. Yeah, it's fine. it's extremely liberating.
2: We follow the ban list. Like, if you ban Mystic Remora and Mystic Study, like, all right, who cares? I don't want to play those those cards anyway. Right. Fuck, it. Shit? get them out, <laughs> yeah.
1: out of here. So one of the
2: Well, like, so you know, backgrounds. Uh, we're we're still firmly on the side. Use whatever background you want. Besides, the...
1: one of one of the uh, real zero conversations that I've had with Blake a couple times is uh, before the. Before the banning of Ristic and Mystic, I had uh, I have this um, mono blue Riptide Chimera deck. Riptide Chimera Great. is a I love uh, three mana three four enchantment creature with the text: uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, you bounce an enchantment to your hand. And so, like that's meant to be its drawback that justifies its really aggressive cost because a three mana three four flyer is pretty intense. But like if you fill this deck with like enchantments that have really powerful ETB abilities, that you just get to use over and over again. Uh, you can you can do some pretty cool stuff with it. And uh, before the Mystic and Ristic ban, I did have Mystic in there just because I thought it interacted really well. The, the cumulative upkeep versus the I can just bounce it to my hand if I don't want to pay and then recast it and reset the upkeep. Like, I thought that that was a really cool interaction. And when, when, when I banned the card, Blake was telling me, you should just rule zero it back in. <laughs> like, just keep it in that deck. Because, like... It wasn't ever a problem in that deck. Like you banned it for other reasons, for other decks, for other metas. Like it's yeah. still not a problem here. Yeah. Like no you one.
2: Ban, you banned it for people who don't care. Right.
1: Uh, so yeah, he he was telling me no no one would care if I kept Mystic in in that in that deck and and kept using this like really cool interaction. And I was like maybe I don't want to risk it. <laughs> I'm taking Mystic out of here. He he kept uh, he kept Ristic and Mystic in his Goblin Test Pilot deck because. Honestly, they need the help.
2: Well, last time he was here, we agreed. You know, and test pilot uh, quotation marks needs the help. So, like, I mean, I don't know. You 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 shouldn't run it. But for test pilot, who cares? Go ahead. You're already you're already cheating by winning with the most powerful commander ever. Put in exactly. Anybody. It's
1: tier yeah. zero. You can't. There's nowhere to go but up. You, you,
2: you can't approve on that. Yeah. yeah. Flawless design.
1: Flawless design. Uh, does does.
2: But, uh, really have any other scenarios like we bend it as far as it goes anyway because before before any commanders we play with 4021 and like we don't state that enough like like um brownie Frithorn Brownie said on the related streaming he was like oh I haven't watched a 4021 game in forever I was like well yeah because we haven't streamed for so, like that's about it like we 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 take every rule zero thing we can Cause it's all about having fun and you know trying out different things. That's all. That's all I really gotta say. Like, I don't know. It, it rule zero is good, but when you rely on it 100, percent like, um, I don't want to call names or anything, but like the tryhards, like, oh, we're just gonna play with these backgrounds no matter what. Like, we're not paying attention to that rule or anything. Like, I mean, like, I get it. I get it for sure. But like, I don't know. I've had too many to drink.
1: <laughs> questions. That's fair. Uh does Liam have anything he wants to add to the uh Rule Zero discussion?
0: Uh Liam's pretty boring. Uh Liam just likes to play by the rules. Liam,
2: you're a stickler for the rules, buddy.
0: What's going on? Oh here? so So actually uh I, you know my stickler for the rules uh comes from being a judge. Uh no. no. Um Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because you're like rule one, right? Or level one?
0: Um yeah, just just L one. Um No, uh I like to play pretty clear cut by the rules uh just because i i like having the option to go sit down with any community or group and be able to play the format yeah. because with any table, at any yeah. table um without having to worry about the rule zero conversation now that being said i usually have absolutely nothing wrong with people asking questions like can i run a planeswalker can i run a, a, a non-creature enchantment as a commander Can I run, you know, Selfie Preservation, the silver boarded card in my, you know, mono green nonsense deck? Like, yeah, I I don't care. Like, like I personally generally don't care about what someone's trying to do. Um, What I will care about is my own decks. Uh, And that's just, I just like to play by the rules because I'm boring. It's not
2: even a boring thing. It's just like you know, it's it's fine to play with the rules. There's nothing
0: wrong, especially with it. especially as someone who the majority of Magic that I play is at large events uh, when I'm off the clock. Uh, it's definitely more convenient to have decks that play by the rules.
2: Yeah, for sure. If you, it's even better to like lend decks out. Like, all oh, right, here, play this one. You're good. I do think though that everyone should try out uncommon planeswalkers. I have been saying that forever uncommon planeswalkers are great and they all they all bring a different dynamic to the game
0: mm-hmm. I've definitely I've definitely I've definitely side-eyed the Chandra before um,
2: Chandra's great Alk has a Chandra an elemental tribal
0: mm-hmm. I love it I've definitely I've definitely side-eyed the uh, Jaya and the Kazmina that are from the of the Spark but they didn't they didn't spark my interest as much as uh, the Chandra did
2: that Jaya is like five minutes yeah
0: that's 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 partially why
2: He's like borderline rough. Yeah. Is Jaya your favorite magic
0: character? Uh Jaya is not my favorite magic character, uh, coincidentally. Who is <laughs> no, my who is? Yeah. Uh gosh.
2: Your profile, the guy from the guy who's running away. Oh from... that guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh if if
0: I had to choose if I had to choose a uh recently named uh uh you know, non legendary uh, care card given. Uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be Ulf uh, from Dominaria. But uh, favorite favorite planeswalkers would be uh, Will and Rowan.
2: Will and Rowan are great. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. They're a great addition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're gonna let John
1: go because he has places to be and things to do. Uh, Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here. Yeah. I
2: hate to cut like, anyone short, but
1: be... yeah, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to, I right. don't want to keep you. Any- I'm super grateful for your time. Uh, sorry, we ran a little longer than we said we would. Uh, no,
2: it's all been great. I, I wish I keep talking. Yeah. Got stuff. Yeah, no, I. Take care of
1: I think. Got, I think I think your, if we kept talking Brad would be really irritated with us. So, uh I'm okay. Uh if you if if now's the time you got to leave then uh then take off Do your thing, uh I'm going to let Liam uh just run through our outro and uh thank you so much for joining us friends. This has been fantastic. And uh we look forward to seeing you again in 15 more episodes. Perfect. <laughs> as is tradition.
2: 45 is coming up, right? Yeah. 15 weeks. Perfect. All right, right, y'all. Thanks so much for having me on, and uh, this is super fun. I'm totally down. Episode 45, set me up. We'll see you then. All right. Cheers. All right. Now that that nerd's gone,
0: (laughs) (laughs) a few more Uh, things. I
2: don't really have anything else to add. Like, rule zero is like there for you guys to have a good time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it's there for in the first place. It's like okay, these rules are the way they are, but if you're playing kitchen table magic, like most people are. Like no, go ahead, do whatever you want. It's fine. It doesn't
0: matter. The thing with the rules is they are simply a framework, (laughs) right? Like when you when when you when you go out into the big big wide world, those are the rules you should be expected to follow because those are the rules that everyone knows. When you're at home, play by whatever rules you want. That you know, I I I often tell people rule zero is like a game of Uno, right? There are the written rules that come with the game that you should follow when playing in public, and then there are the bajillion house rules that everyone has because nobody actually knows how to play Uno, and that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> that's
2: too well, it's too. It's funny because when Uno made a post on like Twitter or they did <laughs> yeah. saying that oh you can't stack draw fours like. Every one of the comments is like, no, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've been stacking for forever. Like, that's rule zero forever. Like, oh, what do you mean? We've been playing Planeswalker since they came out. What are you talking yeah. about? That? That's how Alk started watching us. What do you mean? Yeah, need yeah. to stop that? In
0: reality, take take the rules with a grain of salt. They're just, they are simply just a framework.
2: I, I agree with that. They're just like, all right, this is what you're supposed to play with. And uh, no deck needs remora or... Mystic or or Rhystic Study to be to be played well. But it helps out top decks.
0: Well, if there's nothing else, then we just have a few more things before we wrap it up for the week. Uh, if you need more Papa Commander talk or have any questions about the format, you can email the show at thepdhpod at gmail.com or head on over to the PDH bases website or Discord server. You can find Brad and I on Twitter at Papa B and at Papa Command. And as always, you can find Dave as Alcadron, just about anywhere else that PDH is being talked about. We'll put all the links in the details. Eric, would you like to say where they can people can find you?
2: You can find the PDH Pals every Tuesday and Thursday night at 7pm Eastern. Twitch.tv slash PDH Pals. We stream, like I said, every Tuesday and Thursday. We're here. I'm also on Twitter all the time at PDH Pals. And uh, like I said earlier, I'm in like pretty much every single PDH Discord. If you need me, I'm right here. Uh, I'm pretty much the spokesman uh, quotation marks for pdh pals so awesome i'm here to help you out in any capacity you need.
0: absolutely last call for anything we might have missed
2: uh i'm just gonna say it's been a blast talking with you guys i love you guys i wish brad was here because i value him a lot and i hope he feels better soon
1: i hope so too and you can hang out with brad in another 15 episodes
2: <laughs> another 15 episodes yeah. I'm
0: f-ing waiting for that. One. Oh, <laughs> four right. months, four I'm months fine out, we'll ass. get you, I'm we'll get get you him. back. Don't worry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there ain't no way he's gonna be sick in fifteen episodes. I'm gonna
0: get him. <laughs> exactly. As episode thirty of the PDH pod comes to a close, we'd like to give a big thanks to MTG Brad for letting us use their original music for the show. And from everyone in here to everyone out there, brew a deck, play PDH, and we'll see you in a week. Peace. Cheers.
1: I brought prompt text at the
3: party. Party